HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program has been brought to you by Kane Vineyard and Winery, a Napa Valley winery committed to respecting the soil and dedicated to the creation of three Cabernet blends. For more information, visit Kane5.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. On Heritage Radio Network, I'm Erica Wides, your host. And you all know what this show is about. You've been listening to Let's Get Real now for over a year. We just had our year anniversary. And you know that it's a show about food and also about foodiness. And about how far foodiness has taken us down what we like to call the foodiness rabbit hole which is this place where we fall down when we consume foodiness, where we lose our ability to discern the difference between real food and real food simulated doppelgangers, or what we, of course, call foodiness. And falling down that rabbit hole of foodiness it kind of blinds you to, to, to the world of real food, and, it, and it, kind of, it, it creates all sorts of problems. It's not just that you become blind to real food, but it creates all kind of, kinds of problems for people like... I think foodiness makes people become infantilized. It, it makes us regress back to a, a toddler state. It makes us helpless because we, we, we don't know how to feed ourselves anymore. We rely on foodiness. We rely on big food to feed us. We can't recognize it. We become malnourished. We start doing things like going out and ordering cotton candy-flavored martinis or, or we buy pumpkin pie-flavored Pringles, which I just saw listed somewhere recently. And, of course... Ultimately, if we live a diet and a life of an all-foodiness intake, we wind up with things like diabetes and we wind up with Alzheimer's because we know it's inevitable that Alzheimer's ultimately will be found to have been caused by foodiness. And, and then we wind up with things like people who are texting while they walk through, through traffic and wind up getting run over, but then turn around and sue the city for not warning them not to text while they're walking through traffic or 
things like Honey Boo Boo Child, which I can't even talk about because she makes me so angry, or Christian singles dating sites, or or Uggs, which I've decided are the foodiness of shoes. So consuming all this foodiness instead of food causes us to fall down the rabbit hole, but it also causes all these other problems, all these related problems. And the biggest one of all, the most iconic, the largest, literally and figuratively, problem foodiness creates is fat. It makes us fat. It creates weight problems. Everybody is fat because everybody eats too much foodiness, except me. I'm a little bit fat, but it's not because I eat too much food. It's because I eat too much real food, but that's okay. I'm allowed. But if you don't eat real food and all you eat is foodiness, you will wind up fat, my friends. It's inevitable. That's what's going to happen. And so foodiness, which abhors a vacuum like nature, which it's not a part of, foodiness creates a solution for its own problem which is like a foodiness-made so-called answer to a foodiness-made problem, which pushes us even further down the rabbit hole. But the answer that foodiness creates for its own problem is that it creates diets and diet products. And so since no one's eating actual food, foodiness tries to solve the problem of that by creating things like peanut butter with added omega-3s or orange juice with added calcium or genetically redesigned apples that don't go bad or whole grain Captain Crunch. And thus, it scams people into thinking that the foodiness they're eating has value and is healthy and will therefore solve their weight problems. And of course, none of that so-called food really is food. And people are just getting fatter and fatter and more unhealthy. And so foodiness creates a bigger foodiness solution problem or solution to a foodiness problem, which is that it creates diet products and it creates diets because diets come out of the food industry. So if Coke made us fat, hold on, here's Diet Coke. So whether it's diet products or diet programs, there are a zillion foodiness options. Nutrisystem, Jenny Craig, Atkins, Subway, Isogenics. I mean, the only thing missing at this point is like zero calorie inhalable diet donut powder. But that's one of those ideas that I shouldn't be giving away for free. So tonight on this very special episode of Let's Get Real, we're talking about the foodiness products that they call diet and what popular diets we think of as constituting real food or constituting fake food. And tonight we have in the studio with us rising star real food journalist and nutritionist Kristen Wartman. Hello, Kristen Wortman. Hi, who's also a friend of mine. And Kristen's going to break it down for us. We're going to talk to Kristen about which one of these are food and which ones are foodiness and which fall somewhere in between. Now, Kristen's been on the show before, and you've been on other people's shows here too at Heritage, right. right? Okay, so you're you're like part of the Heritage <laughs> family now. Um, but Kristen is a certified nutrition educator, and she writes about the intersection of food, health, politics, and culture for very prestigious places like the Atlantic Monthly and Civil Eats and Grist and the Huffington Post and et cetera, more and more. And let's just basically say Kristen knows her shit, which is why Let's Get Real loves her. Because if you don't want to eat shit, you listen to Let's Get Real and Kristen knows her shit. So welcome yet again to Let's Get Real. So you've been on the show before and you're familiar with the concept of food versus foodiness. So here we go. Question number one. What is it about foodiness that's making everybody fat? Pretty much everything about foodiness is making people fat. <laughs> From the refined grains, refined sugars, high fructose, high fructose corn syrup, artificial sweeten, sweeteners, 
And don't forget the toxins and the chemicals that are in the food and also in the food packaging. So this is something researchers call obesogens because they're finding that all of these chemical compounds are actually causing people to gain weight and hold on to that weight. So things like BHA, BHT and packaging. BPA. BPA. Yes. Um, Also, all the things like pesticides and fungicides and all these things that are sprayed onto industrial crops that then end up in the food are also obesogens. Mm -hmm. So it's basically just a chemical soup. Pretty much. Sprayed on top of a corn syrup, artificial sweetener, flavor, thickeners. Right. You name it, it's in foodiness. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So I think, I mean, that's pretty clear. We all know that, like... There's nothing about foodiness that's good for you. Right. And, 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 you know, foodiness is also devoid of nutrition. So you're filling up on all these empty calories. Meanwhile, you're not eating foods that actually have nutrition. And, and being healthy and taking in nutrition is going to help you maintain a healthy weight. I always tell people you can't, you have to be healthy in order to have a healthy weight. Yeah. So that's right. another huge part of foodiness. So it's not really food. I mean, that's here's the question. Like 100 years ago, 150 years ago, there were some fat people. People were mm-hmm. obese. Mm-hmm. And I think there's like a genetic component to sure. it. And everybody's built a little bit differently. But I said this on a show a few weeks ago that, and what I just said about, about myself, like I sort of feel like if you're eating real food and you're eating, you know, only real food like me, and then it's okay to right. be a few pounds it overweight is. and it's fine. It is. And it, they've actually shown it's protective to be a couple pounds overweight. I just overweight. read that. I know. And if you're eating real food and you're full of all those nutrients, minerals, vitamins, yeah. then you're protected against a whole host of chronic disease and you're going to ha- live a longer, healthier life. I am so full of all those protective nutrients because right. I'm <laughs> sure. all yeah. I eat all day. Um, so, you know, I mentioned there's lots of foodiness solutions to foodiness cause fat. I mean, that's, you know, that's it right there. I mean, talk about going down the rabbit hole. It's like you eat a, a life of a, a diet full of foodiness, you fall down the rabbit hole and then you try it, and then you're so fat you can't get out of the rabbit hole. So you try to then eat your way back out using diet foodiness right. products, you know, so it's what I was saying that they've foodiness has created a solution to its own problem. So right. let's go over some of these kind of popular plans, diet plans, whether they're food-based or they're shake-based or chemical-based. And, you know, let's just put it put it to the test. Is it food or is it foodiness? I mean, I think we probably know the answers already. But I think there are a few where there's actually some real food involved. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. So um, let's talk about the ones that actually feature food. And I have food in quotes. We're on the radio, so you can't see the air quotes, but, you know, food. Either people making their own food, like actually cooking for themselves, or, you know, and just following a, a, a plan, a prescribed plan, or products that can be bought or delivered, like the meal-based systems that can be delivered, as opposed to things like the shakes and the powders and the bars and all that. So let's start with Weight Watchers, because Weight Watchers has been around a really long time. And when you see the studies about diets, they always say that that's the one that actually works. Like, that's what people you know, should follow because it's about portion control and it's about, you know, sort of knowing what to eat. And I was on Weight Watchers once as a kid and I did it again in college and it's like on and off and you lose the weight and then you gain the weight because it's too, it's, you know, unless you make permanent changes, you can't. And it took me a long time to figure that out. But so Weight Watchers, food or foodiness? Well, I mean, I would say it's pretty much foodiness. I mean, there are actual food products that you're eating but they're so full of additives preservative chemicals i mean the list the list of ingredients on these products and i looked at a bunch of them 
you got like 45 ingredients for a mm-hmm. dish like lemon herb chicken piccata. Like yeah. 45 ingredients like high fructose corn syrup, sugar, brown sugar, natural flavor, polysorbate 80, partially hydrogenated soybean and cottonseed oil. I mean, yeah. these are not foods. That's not food. That's doppelgangers, as you, as you mm-hmm. would say. And um, these are not healthy foods. But like, as you mentioned, it's all about portion control. And when you go from eating like a 3,000 calorie a day diet, mm-hmm. which many Americans are, to eating something like 1,500 or less, you're going to lose weight. Right. Regardless of what you're eating, you're going to lose yeah, weight. Of yeah, of course. But like you said, it's not a long-term solution because what happens when you want to like live in the real world and right. not eat it out of a, a plastic microwavable container? Right. Right. I think there are a lot of people who just eat that stuff forever because they're so afraid to sort of return back to the non-frozen plastic right. microwavable container. Well, and that's know. scary because that's where you get the the real kind of malnourished yeah. and you're going to end up with a chronic condition. Right. The like malnourished obese exactly. people. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And, you know, Weight Watchers is a funny one because they, on one hand, they really promote you kind of taking control mm-hmm. and learning what to eat and portion size and, you know, all these, I guess they're, do they still do points? I think they yeah, still they do, do the they point have system. Points. Yeah. Right. Which I think is good. Assigning foods sort yeah, of ex- a value. Except that like the, the foods on their marketplace are things like Jello, which has yeah. zero to two points. Right. If it's diet Jello. Yeah. Right. Or Boca burgers, which yeah. is total Ugh, foodiness. I hate those. And two points. Yeah. So you have all this bad food and, and don't forget, these are all big food corporations that are oh, of course. in cahoots. Yeah. Like Weight marketing Watchers their behind. Exactly. Yeah. So, and Weight Watchers has not only the Weight Watchers brand, but also has the smart ones. Right. So it's this whole big industry. And right. it's built on this foodiness that's just terrible for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, those are really perfect examples of what foodiness is. I mean, sometimes people say to me, well, is foodiness just all junk? Like, is it Twinkies? Is it, you know, Pop-Tarts? And I say, well, no, it's actually the stuff that is fake, junky food disguising itself right. as real food, like smart ones, you right. know, like whatever you know boca burgers boca which burgers. people think a are healthy because example. oh you're a vegetarian right. and it's soy oh but it's so probably processed. one of the worst things for you i know and i've talked about that you know i did a show about vegan and vegetarian mm-hmm. foodiness products and you know when you talk the carbon footprint to produce a boca burger right. is so much bigger than the carbon footprint to produce that equivalent right. in beef and you think about the carbon footprint of beef which is massive right you know, and then, oh, I know. I mean, Boca Burgers, that's a really, that's like the perfect example yeah. of foodiness. Yeah. That is like the er foodiness <laughs> <Right>. product. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I hope we don't get sued now because of that. But um, yeah, so Weight Watchers, I think it's, it's like, it's a really mixed message with them or it's really just a very thinly veiled message because they want you to, you know, follow the points plan and feed yourself and buy food. And, but then they just really push the product so fast. Right. Like another product I saw that just shocking is this low fat peanut butter, caramel frozen candy bar by Weight Watchers that literally has like 65 ingredients. Oh my God. And this is the best at the very end. It says excessive consumption may have a laxative effect in some people. So who knows what that's from? But let me tell you, if you ever see that, you shouldn't be eating it. Yeah. If there's a warning on your food, <laughs> right. right. It, yeah. Don't eat it. It's like, um, oh, Lestra. Right. Remember that Remember stuff? That, that yeah. fake fat may yeah. cause like oily poop. Right. Flatulent. Yeah. That, right. I'll pass. Exactly. Thanks. I don't want greasy panties, you know? Right. Um, yeah. And, you know, and Weight Watchers, of course, they're always getting actresses, you know, famous mm-hmm. actresses or celebrities who gained a lot of weight. Valerie Bertinelli, Kirstie Alley. Now it's Jessica Simpson. Right. What's her name? Jennifer Hudson, you know, lose weight on, on their program. And Jessica Simpson, I think, is a pretty funny one because who would take advice 
any sort of advice from someone like Jessica <laughs> right. Simpson. I really, know. do you think she's like an icon, a, a parag- <laughs> paragon of good choices? Right. I mean, remember those jeans she wore a few years ago? Yes. Those like mom jeans. Anyone who wears those jeans, I'm not taking advice <laughs> from her. She's not exactly the shining example for anything. And she's like dumb as a doornail. She. <laughs> I've never met her. I can't say. But well, I guess you know. from what I've seen, I should, I don't know her personally. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. Valerie Bertinelli did Jenny Craig. She oh, wasn't okay. Weight Watchers, but we're going to get to okay, that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, Weight Watchers. If we give it the foodiness or food, foodiness. it's foodiness, Absolutely. of course, all foodiness. Yeah. Okay. Now, what about, uh, I'm always, you know, you and I have talked about this a lot just when we've been hanging out. Things like, you know, Atkins, this kind of low carb mm-hmm. versus low fat. There's been a mm-hmm. lot of stuff in the media and a lot written lately about the difference between eating low carb and low fat, which works better, which is more effective. And those aren't really like foodiness diet plans, except that Atkins has tons of products. But I think they've kind of disappeared in the past few years. The Atkins products aren't that around anymore. But uh, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Well, I mean, the the idea behind Atkins is actually makes sense from a weight loss perspective. Uh, It's a little meat heavy for my taste, but they do eliminate like all these refined carbs, carbs, which is really the problem when it comes to weight gain. So... That's true, but I did see the Atkins bars, which are just mm-hmm. the same as all this other stuff, yeah. full of terrible ingredients. So that's become marketed, right. just like anything else. Um, so Atkins, I think like the, the, the modern day Atkins is like paleo, which yeah. a lot of people is very trendy and hip right now. Right. It's not yet been marketed by big food. Right, not yet. But yeah, yet it's is coming. the key because it's really popular. But right. paleo... You know, I like because it, again, eliminates all these refined processed mm-hmm. foods. And it also, w- different. it's different from Atkins because they actually put an emphasis on grass-fed mm-hmm. and pastured right. animal proteins, which is really important, right. not only from a health perspective, but environmental perspective. So they do have that. So, I, you know, I like it. I'm, I'm not an advocate for it because I don't advocate any diet other yeah. than a real, real food, food diet. Yeah. But I would say, you know, and then you asked about low fat. Mm-hmm. You know, I... I strongly disagree with the low fat Me too. And have, I mean, every time I'm teaching and I say, oh, no, no, use butter, use this, use that. And people are like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't. I say to them, just forget everything you've been taught for the past 30 years. Exactly. Because it's all wrong. It's all wrong. There have been hundreds of studies that Mm -hmm. actually show that the low fat campaign has completely backfired. Mm -hmm. It's not working. Fat is crucial for our health and particularly brain health. Yeah. Our brains are like 60% fat. Right. But butyric acid and butter is great for your brain. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's so much, there are so many good, valuable things in animal fats that are raised correctly well, and right. well. And that's the key. Right. Right. I mean, that's what I like about paleo. You know, I sort of loosely follow. Yeah. I wouldn't say that plant. But, you know, I, I mean, I try to eat that way because I try to keep my refined carbs to an absolute minimum. And what I like is that emphasis on grass fed right. and on, on eating only high quality meat or eating wild game if you can right. get it. Um, I actually, I have some cousins who were raised by a completely fat phobic mother so much so that neither of them were actually taking in enough calories as Mm -hmm. kids and one of my cousins he didn't grow yeah that happens he never like his growth hormones didn't kick in and he didn't have his growth spurt because he was malnourished as a Mm -hmm. child because all she gave him was like non-fat fat-free foods and finally they went to a doctor i guess like an endocrinologist or somebody who diagnosed it and said you need to start feeding this kid and they started like pumping him full of you know ice cream and milkshakes and stuff and he grew a little bit but right he's not 
Right. I mean, fats, it's so crucial that children, babies, growing teens get fat and cholesterol. Yeah. These are things that our brains need. Every cell in our body needs. It's so important. And for people to be feeding their kids low fat and fat free foods, it's really dangerous. It is. I know. I grew up in a skim milk house. Oh, yeah. It's the worst. I know. And it tastes bad, too. It tastes bad, too. But it's actually, I'm phasing it out because of knowing you. And now (laughs) I'm up to 2%. But it's... Go go the whole way. I'm going. I'm going. It's just I have to do gradually because it tastes so rich. Yeah, it's delicious. To me. I know. I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there now that I know you. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, we know that the whole low-fat thing is just a total huge load of crap. And we are hereby putting the giant foodiness stamp and saying no to low fat yeah. and years ago it's funny we're talking about Atkins I actually worked for Dr. Atkins I did oh, really? recipe development for him before he died mm-hmm. um, when they were developing like bake mixes pancake mix and a baking mix and it was all soy it was all oh, really? soy flour based and it tasted terrible Ugh. and you know I have big issues with soy yeah. as I'm sure you do really too especially this like super processed, processed soy flour right. and so I developed a bunch of recipes for them um, for the packaging using all of this soy. And it was just so horrible. Yeah. And, you know, they brought in this, like, chemist and the marketing people, and we would be, like, in these meetings. And I uh, I felt really dirty yeah. doing that as a chef. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what about things like, like Jenny Craig, like where the food is delivered to you or the zone or, you know, some of those where, I mean, to me, that's like the ultimate in infantilizing too, right. because it's like you are unable to feed yourself. Here's mommy <laughs> bringing you your little tray of food and feeding you. Now, right. you know, food or foodiness? Uh, it's absolutely foodiness. Yeah. Again, they're actual meals, you know, products you're eating. They're not powders, but it's still foodiness because the ingredients there are, I mean, actually it's interesting on the Jenny Craig website, you can't find the list of ingredients. Mm. And since they're not so, sold in a store, they don't have to, you, you can't, you don't, oh. they don't list it. And yeah. so like I found the Weight Watchers products on Walmart's site. Uh-huh. That's how I found the ingredient Ooh. list. But I looked at all the meals and they're the same exact kinds of foods, yeah. just portion controlled. And I'm sure they have the similar terrible ingredient list, just like Weight Watchers. So it's right. basically the same thing, except as you say, it's delivered to your door. Um, it removes all responsibility. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I don't understand is like, how can you relinquish total mm-hmm. responsibility for feeding yourself to a giant food corporation? But I mean, people do it every day. People who okay. eat at McDonald's, right? I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. But and, and the whole Jenny Craig program, much like the Weight Watchers, much like many other pro- programs is you can eat whatever you want in these portion controlled servings. Yeah. So like on the, on the homepage of Jenny Craig, you'll see a brownie. Yeah. And on the homepage of Weight Watchers, there's like a donut and all these other, there's all these like cakes and ice cream sundaes and everything. And if you're on a, if you're trying to lose weight and be healthy, these are the last things you should be eating. They still have sugar or they have sanctioning it. Right. And it's like, don't take any responsibility for changing. Just like, let us give you these little small portions that you can eat and still keep up this really processed food terrible diet and you're not you're not going to be healthy right right it's it's like not moving beyond that like toddler style right. of eating where all you want is sweet and right yeah and bland and don't forget all these right. processed foods like these meals they have all this salt so basically you're tasting like salt and like some kind and of sweeteners cheesy and then like and thickeners yeah right to give it like mouthfeel they use all kinds of thickeners and right. gums and stuff to to give you the impression of richness and of fat and, right yeah. and and these kinds of foods actually they're finding they change your palate 
So you yeah. become really accustomed to salty, sweet, fatty, yeah. this trifecta right. that you then, when you go down this, you know, to eat some broccoli or a piece of roasted chicken, it right. doesn't have that kind of kick to it with right. all those chemicals. Right. So you're not really, you know, you're kind of like, this isn't good. It's like a drug addict and you, yeah. just, you keep needing more because the dopamine levels in your brain yeah. are being well, affected. Exactly. There was another study thing. that just yeah. showed that the more and more you eat the right. stuff, the you more you addicted. need and you become addicted. It's really actually scary that what they've done to... They've engineered food to make it into an addictive substance. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm addicted to, you know, like goat cheese and soft shell crabs but you don't see me you know it's a different kind of addiction <laughs> yeah i have a good addiction right and i can control it anytime <laughs> and seriously like a company like uh nutrisystem who mm-hmm. has marie osmond as a spokesperson right. would you take advice from marie osmond no would you do anything that marie osmond <laughs> no. advocated you do no. who would listen to marie osmond apparently a lot of people a lot of people like her mm-hmm I was actually kind of happy to see Valerie Bertinelli back in the spotlight because I always kind of liked her. Mm-hmm. But then I was really disappointed that she did that. But she probably needed the money. I bet yeah. her residuals from from one day to time finally ran out. She needed some money. But she was on some talk show one day talking about it and about how successful she was, but how she couldn't wait until she reached the point where she had lost enough weight that she could have her first martini again. Huh. Like that was her thing. And I was like, really? Like you're... You deprived yourself of that and like that. You know what's going to happen. You're going to lose your 40 pounds and then you're going to start drinking the martinis and then like that's going to be it. They're going to find you like, you know, drunk, (laughs) dead in the pool the next day because you're going to go so totally off the wagon. It's like years ago when Oprah did that liquid fast and then she came out and like showed off her new body and she said she went out and celebrated that night and the next day she couldn't couldn't fit fit, in those jeans that she wore. (laughs) Oh, oh my God, we're running out of time. Okay. We haven't even taken a break. Okay, let's get to a few more of these. Okay. Subway, oh, right? Yeah. Subway, eat fresh. Hmm. Eat fresh. Mm-hmm. Subway is all about fresh. Subway's new ad campaign is all about how they slice their processed meat in, in the store. House. Right, just like they bake the bread in the store. In store, which right. the bread has, I think it has 10 different additives, I yeah. saw. Right, bread, the ingredients, bread should be flour, water, water. Maybe a little salt. Maybe salt. Not yeah. even yeast, because the yeast should come naturally. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the bread has 10 different additives. Yeah. Not, never Not mind even ingredients. ingredients. Right. Yeah. But they slice the meat in-house. Right. And in the store. The Not yeah. in the factory. Right. Kristen, snobby elitist Sorry. you are. Sorry. The meat is not sliced in a factory. It's in the store. <laughs> By teenagers. Oh, boy. Yeah. So Subway, Jared, lost whatever, 150 pounds eating sandwiches. Because basically, I think he was starving himself because he wasn't actually eating any real food. Right. Although now Subway offers avocado. Yeah. I mean, Subway is a disaster. It It, is a disaster. It's it's sandwiches that are full. I mean, the bread alone has 10 additives. I I wrote an article recently, and, and I wrote that Subway sandwich has... 40 different additives, like a regular turkey sandwich with mm-hmm. a couple vegetables, some honey Dijon or something, right. has 40 additives in it. Wow. That's really right. scary. And that's not ingredients we're no. talking. We're not talking like lettuce, tomato, salt, right. you know, additives. Right. Yeah. And the scary thing is that people are eating this on a daily basis. That's their lunch. And they actually think it's healthy. Yeah. So... Just in lunch alone, they're taking in this sort of toxic chemical, chemical soup, soup, which we have no idea how these chemicals interact with mm-hmm. each other. And I actually interviewed um, a senior scientist at Consumers Union for this article, mm. which you could read on my website. On your website, KristenWortman.com. <laughs> right. That's with and, a K-R-I-S-T-I-N, Wortman. 
That's right. And he told me he wouldn't be surprised if there are uh, people were eating up to 100 or more additives oh, a day. And, and he said that was on like the very conservative side. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is really horrifying and frightening. I mean, today I brought some leftover lentil soup into work to eat, which is weird because I teach in a culinary school and mm. I have to bring lunch mm-hmm. in because there was nothing to eat. And I really wanted to warm it up and it was in a plastic container. And I had this total like emotional psychic breakdown over like this. Maybe just this one time I'll warm it up because I really and I didn't. I ate it cold because I was like, yeah. I can't do it. Good choice. I can't put the plastic in the microwave. Don't do it. I, I didn't. I ate my soup cold <laughs> and I didn't enjoy it. OK. Now, what about the. OK. So those are the sort of food based foodiness right. diet plants. Now, then there's the whole like non-food ones things like shakes optifast mm. metafast which you know slim fast are just basically whey powder and, right. and sugar right i mean whey powder non-fat milk powder milk protein concentrate fructose corn syrup so it's basically hyper processed you know whey which is yeah. the what remains from the milk right. when you curdle it which is actually a nutritious product if you did it in your kitchen or you yeah. bought it from a farmer or something right you can get good whey but when they make whey powder it's actually spray dried just like non-fat milk powder mm-hmm. is spray dried and that in that scenario the cholesterol there gets oxidized mm-hmm. and we know that that's the actually only form of cholesterol that is really bad for your arteries and mm-hmm. raises the bad LDL cholesterol mm-hmm. so that's why I always tell you not to eat low fat and skim right. milk because a lot of times non-fat milk pr- powder and sometimes milk protein concentrate which is also problematic and comes from China um, are in those <laughs> milk products yeah so like skim plus they thicken up with non-fat milk yeah but even when it's just it skim what yeah. they do is they add that in because it needs to have some kind of texture otherwise it doesn't taste like it's like water yeah Yeah. right so these these are not food these are definitely foodiness yeah and they're full of sugar which is the right thing we're trying to avoid i know that's what i don't understand it's and and if you i think if you looked at the ingredients in some of those like slim fast products side by side with infant formula (laughs) yeah they would be almost identical yeah that's scary it's almost the same thing it's you know powdered whey or I guess infant formulas are made from soy, which is even worse. A lot worse, of times it's soy. Because you don't want to give infants Sometimes cow's dairy. milk. Right? Sometimes, yeah. And then lots of sugar and sprayed yeah. in synthetic vitamins. and So you can start your life with infant formula and then you can end it. <laughs> My sister has been having um, like some heart stuff. Mm. Nothing major, but um, like a sort of funny sounding heartbeat or something. And so her cardiologist said, well... You know, I want to put you on this certain medication. She's like, but I want you to lose a little bit of weight first. Mm. So I'm going to put you on Metafast. Oh, no. I know. And my sister called me up and she's like, what do you think about that? And I said, I think you need to get a new cardiologist. Because any cardiologist who's recommending that you go on any sort of program like that knows nothing about food and nutrition. And that's horrifying. And And if you have a heart problem, the last thing you should be taking in are these oxidized cholesterols. Yeah, which will make things even worse. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, and then there's like, we're almost out of time here, but what I want to just get to mm-hmm. are um, these things now like juice cleanses and, mm-hmm. and juice fasts and master cleanse and this place, Organic Avenue. And that, fall, like to me, that falls under the um, competitive non-eating category. Right. right. This is not for the overweight or the obese. This is for the anorexic who want it to be like socially acceptable and sanctioned. Right. I always say that these kinds of cleanses and juice fasts are just thinly veiled eating disorders. Right. It's just a way of sort of saying like, oh, no, no, it's okay. It's really good. It's really healthy. Starve yourself. Yeah. It's fine. Starve yourself. Right. right. It's, yeah. One of my private clients in Greenwich coined that term for me once, competitive 
non-eaters or non-eaters or or competitive under eating the problem with under eating from a health perspective is you're definitely going to be malnourished and you're going to have long-term effects and it's it's actually scary when women do it especially women who might want to have children someday because it really affects your fertility yeah and then a lot of these really skinny women can't get pregnant and that's why they need to eat more fat yeah and real food i yeah absolutely eat some more fat so you'll Mm -hmm. like actually ovulate right yeah okay and then this last one Mm -hmm. is that this product called sensa which you and i and and chris talked about which is sensa is like a powder that you sprinkle on food that's supposed to arrest your appetite (laughs) right so it this is like total foodiness so this is like a spice packet or something and it's it's maltodextrin which is derived from corn right it's a sugar it's a sugar yeah and it's basically like a low calorie sweetener yeah and you're supposed to just eat whatever you want no dieting eat all your crappy food and then sprinkle this packet of crap all over that food and then you'll eat less so like the example on the website is if you normally eat four pieces of pizza now you only eat two Two. (laughs) right (laughs) and honestly i was trying to figure out how this actually works and i'm really not sure the website Mm. says it it works with your sense of smell to trick your body to think you've eaten more than you actually have i have no idea like what the metabolic function of this is but and why would you ever trust anything that claims to do that I don't know. I found, Why would you fuck around with your senses? I found no clinical evidence for this. I just saw anecdotal evidence from a doctor on their site who they've obviously paid yeah. to work with them. Right, a doctor. So, this is scary. I, don't, I have no idea what this is in terms of how it works, and I would strongly <laughs> urge you to not use yeah, anything like seriously. this. Seriously. I mean, so of course, you know, what it always comes down to on Let's Get Real, the answer is always just eat real food. Right eat real food but people claim they're too busy i'm too busy busyness you know right. there's foodiness and there's busyness everyone's too busy you work 60 hours a week you have three kids you're driving all the time you don't mm-hmm. have time to eat you don't have time to cook and then right. everybody has to watch all their tv and tweet and facebook and post and blah 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 although in fairness i don't live that lifestyle so yeah. it's hard for me to say right you know i have plenty of time i don't well right. i don't have plenty of time I have time right. to feed myself. But I was um, in Washington over the weekend and I was at a Whole Foods in Washington and I was looking around. And you can buy all kinds of pre-cut, mm-hmm. pre-prepared meal components. Right. You know, not even like pre-made food, but you can buy chopped, you know, up, veggies. chopped up vegetables, you know, pre-marinated slabs of chicken, like whatever. I mean... Careful it's in the marinade. Yeah, I know. Careful. But just buy there, chicken but, parts. But just buy parts, right. But what I'm saying, it's like, it's the, the opportunity is there. It's yeah. being made so easy for people. Right. But, uh, you know, I guess you're too busy Pinteresting or tweeting. Well, this know. comes back to like, what do we value as a culture? Yeah. And do we value like eating healthy food with our families, cooking food for our families and for ourselves? You know, who does the work of that? And why isn't right. it valued in our culture? And yeah. that has, that's a whole nother topic, but that's it's whole... real. But it's really, you know, why do you want to spend 60 hours of work w- you know, a week working when you never see your family, you're never even in your house where you know that you're actually paying for, <laughs> right? right? In your expensive kitchen that you had yeah. renovated and then don't use. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like, I think there needs to be a cultural shift in terms mm-hmm. of our values and that, you know, eating healthy food, preparing healthy food. This is all part of being human. Right. And it's crucial to like our mental health and our communities and, and I, your emotional well-being yeah. and the state of your family and yeah. yeah, sitting down and eating food together. Right. Yeah. So and but we're up against a lot and we can't discount like how big food is just just drilling people with yeah. this message. And it's so convenient. And it's so easy. And for some people, 
finding that food is a lot harder it is. than it is for other people. So there's a big whole storm. <laughs> it's a huge storm. It's a huge complicated topic. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of socioeconomic right. issues. and But, but you can but, start simply. Right. If you care, you start simply. And you just change your... You don't rely on processed foods. You can open a can of beans. Yeah. Even well, you, though we say don't use, use canned can. food. Just get a BPA-free can. Yeah. But I mean, isn't opening a can of beans and cooking some rice better sure. than eating than a microwave dish Taco Bell oh yeah or a microwave frozen yeah entree absolutely yeah and also the thing people forget I think is that products like beans or nuts and seeds if you buy them in bulk they're a lot less expensive because yeah, you're not so paying cheap. for the packaging so you can like really load up on those kinds right. of foods that are simple and easy to prepare at home yep like a whole chicken if you're going to roast it it's actually not that expensive I know it's like four or five dollars for a whole right. chicken which is a whole other subject because yeah. think about the quality of that chicken if right. it goes into it but at least you're eating the real chicken right that's a step up from right. the step Weight up. Watchers chicken pasta right disaster frozen mm-hmm. nastiness yeah well, we've done it again. We've run out of time. <laughs> Any final words? Anything you're working on? You want to plug? I'm always working on new articles. So okay. you can go to my website, KristenWartman.com. With a K. Kristen with a K. Wartman. And you can, com. Right. And you can follow me on Twitter at Kristen Wartman and Facebook. And um, I'm always just writing and critiquing big food. Big food. That's how we met through Occupy Big That's Food. Right last October. That's right. It was a year ago. Yeah. And of course, you can always listen to Let's Get Real here on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can listen to any of our shows that have ever existed here or on iTunes. And you can also find Let's Get Real on Facebook. And you can follow me on Twitter also at Let's Get Real Show. And if you've ever heard of Stitcher, Stitcher. Stitcher is an app that is like a aggregator for all internet radio. Stitcher is holding the first ever internet radio awards and they are taking nominations and you have until the 19th to go online and nominate your favorite internet radio show which would be this one for a stitcher internet radio award so please 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 go online to stitcher find the category and vote for let's get real so that i can win because how great would that be? All right. We have really run out of time. Thanks to Joe in the control room tonight. Thanks to Kristen Wartman for coming on. It's always Thank you. great to have you Thanks on. Thanks for having me. And um, we'll see you next week. Good night. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.